Philadelphia. Hello, bird brains. I'm so excited to talk with you, along with Vince Quinn and Taylor Credatus. It is Bell and the Birdmen, presented to you by the one and the only Liquidath, liquidathcom slash bell, to get some sweet-ass uh, merch and uh, to get 20% off of that. So that's fun. More on that later. But, unfortunately, the Dallas Cowboys did not lose. Um, we both think that the Eagles are set up probably in the best position maybe ever in how this uh, first wild card weekend of playoff games uh, worked out here. But any takeaways from last night other than, um, well, the Cowboys might need a new kicker? <laughs> yeah, they definitely need a new kicker. That guy is done for. Uh, rest in peace, Brett Maher. But, um, dude, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers just wanted to die. That team had no will to play football. And, and it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's something I've never seen in my entire life with Brady. It's just, it's never happened. He's, he is the psychologically ruin you before you even get on the field kind of guy. And he's always fourth quarter comebacks and all that kind of stuff. Like never count out Brady and holy shit. I mean, they, they went through that whole game, just totally lifeless. Their energy sucked. They, I mean, what they put up six points at the end of the game. They got killed. 14. Which, by the way, shout out to Taylor Credatus on the live stream, uh, who made me put a dollar bet uh, on the uh, 22 and a half. Yes. Uh, the Bucks right there. So that won. Thanks for the cash, buddy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we did a live stream during the game and we shut it down with like five minutes left in the third quarter. And I was like, yep, yeah, I've seen all I need to see. So, yeah, like that. That team sucked. Uh, Byron left, which already got fired. I can't imagine Brady's back next year. Uh, at least for the Bucks, whether he goes somewhere else, who knows? But man, that was, oh, that was Vince, really. You ugly. didn't hear about the the major thing. You you're not you're not down. You're downplaying how good the Dallas Cowboys are. Are you kidding me? They're the they're the cream of the crop. They just they just destroy. They're dangerous now, didn't you hear? Your Cowboys are so dangerous. They're going to yeah, beat the San Francisco Forty Nineers. Did you hear? Goddamn year. They've been dangerous all year, and nobody wanted to acknowledge it. Yeah. So they kicked the shit out of a lifeless team in the playoffs on the road. And and the big difference in this one versus the thing that's ultimately going to ruin them is Dak Prescott didn't throw an interception. Uh, he's been awful this year. I've I've said it before. He's the thing that's inevitably going to ruin them. But man, the rest of that team is so fucking good. Michael Parsons is awesome. Tony. Pollard is one of my I hate to say it he's one of my favorite players to watch at running back man he's oh just he's he's really good he's really fun I just I love watching he's Tony Pollard play he is not just a guy how dare you say Tony Pollard's just a guy that guy's gonna make like 18 million a year on the market and he deserves it uh he's he's good and whoever signs him to that deserves it too so yeah well, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's a whole other story. But the guy's the guy's good, man. I would I would be nuts if he ended up on the Eagles this offseason now that he's gonna be a free agent. But yeah, like Dallas is good. Dak didn't turn it over. Good luck in San Francisco. Yeah. And uh, things like this is the best we've ever seen Dak play, the lifeless part is like, wow, this is really, you know, just can everyone just have a seat and and go home. Even Taylor Cordatus, did I hear this right? That you would you would hope and pray somehow that the Cowboys beat the Niners and they're on their way here for the NFC Championship game. Is that what you really want in the end? Oh, for the Eagles' sake, absolutely. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I have way more confidence in playing the Cowboys than the Niners. At least they played the Cowboys and know like what to expect. But if they beat the the 49ers on the road and they're coming here, I think you could, you'd throw that out, don't you? That's not like, I don't know. <laughs> if, if, that's the only time I'll ever be worried about the Cowboys. If they go on a run and they do beat the 49ers and they do end up here. I mean, yeah, the, I'll take that matchup with the 49ers, I guess. But what are we really saying if they just beat the team that you want here? That's all. I just, I, 
It's not going to happen either. You don't see that happening, do you? I'd, give it, a, yeah. I'd give it a shot. What yeah, think, Dallas, Dallas totally has a shot to win that game. I don't know what the spread is, but they have ever. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why do they? How does that team not 1%. have a shot? They have one percent chance. You are I'll out of your mind. In they have a one percent chance to win that football game. Yeah, a team 1%. that's that good, that's that's that talented across the board, like twelve and five record or whatever it was, one percent. I know what my eyes tell me, and that Bucks team you just said is lifeless was arm tackling all night. They were playing seven on seven all night. That was a preseason game. That was like the Seattle Seahawks gave a better fight to the 49ers than the, than the fucking Bucks did last night to the Cowboys. It's, it was embarrassing to watch. Like, what is everyone looking at? Why is there so much credit for Dallas today? I don't get it. It's just it, we knew this was going to happen, didn't we? Even though we hoped it didn't, you know. Well, I, yeah, I, to some degree, you didn't think the Bucks would be that awful. I think is really the bigger story if you're going to compare it. But I mean, for me, yes. I thought Dallas was good for weeks now, so it's it's not surprising. It's not new. I've I've been ready for this. Like they were good enough to win a playoff game, especially against that team. So yeah, if they if they beat the 49ers, then then it's a big deal. And I think that's the that's the interesting thing about this whole dynamic, right? Was like, okay, Giants playing the Vikings uh, was one of those things where would I rather have the Giants this week? Then, then say the Cowboys, yes, absolutely. I'd definitely rather play the Giants. But also, it'd be nice to have a chance to play the Vikings in the NFC Championship game again, right? Like, that team is just so bad. It was so fraudulent. And and for any high-wire act to continue for another two weeks and bring them into town would have been great. That would have been the easiest matchup maybe in the playoffs. I mean, they they smoked the Vikings week two. So I would have loved to have seen that again. But, you know... Uh, it is what it is. So easy week this week, I think. And then you're going to have a good matchup next week. And uh, shout out real quick, actually, to uh, be hack the planet. Our friend Bill Hack, who is also in the discord as well, but won uh, the shirt and the Bell and the Birdman crafted cherry crush soda from our friends over at Rare, uh, Reading Soda Works. So congratulations to you and Kavanaugh one zero or one zero no, yeah, 0115 is what I'm trying to spit out. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you won as well in the Discord, so we're giving away stuff all the time. Uh, shirts from uh, Philly Sports Shirts this week, Bell and the Bird Men Soda, and definitely not any credit towards the Dallas Cowboys, at least from me. Uh, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. What is uh, the line update? Because it did move uh, from, from yesterday, I believe, right, TK? What's the uh, 49ers-Cowboys lineup? Yes, yeah, so it opened at 4, and as of... Wow! As of three minutes ago, it's at now three and a half. Woo! So, so it's this it's is, this is actively moving up. Uh, oh, oh, meaning uh, it started it's, at four and now it's three and a half. As of three minutes ago. Interesting. So, uh, what happened there in your minds? What what's going on? Wait a minute! I'm so confused. Three and a half. Where? Who's favored? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Niners. Yeah. Oh, the Niners are favored. Oh, so they were. It was minus four. Now it's down to minus three and a half for them. Interesting. So people do think they're, uh, there's like a 60% chance that they might win or 50% chance, something like that. Oh, that, was, that is a dumbest statistic in the world. Please it's a lot listen. higher than one. <laughs> that's, that's about a 50-50 because you'll give the home team three points like off the rip. So, Unless they think, well, whatever happens out of there, uh, neither team to me is, is, is overly dominant outside of like you know, the 49ers running game is probably the most dominant thing that's there, probably better than the Eagles. Um, but uh, it's not saying much. 
you know, for the rest of the stuff. I'm not scared of Brock Purdy. I think the old Dak Prescott interception show up pretty nice in San Francisco again. So, um, I don't know. We'll wait and see. I, I just, uh, I don't, any other things from the weekend that has kind of caught your attention? Um, uh, outside of Doug kicking ass and taking names, and I do think he's got the same puncher's chance that Dallas would against Kansas City, but I also know Kansas City's going to win that game too. Um, I just thought it was awesome that the uh, the Chargers have now fired their OC. Uh, Frank Reich might be heading back to there. <laughs> Please stop him before he gets there at Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but um, I don't know. I, I didn't have any other major takeaways uh, from the wild card weekend other, other than it being pretty fun for the most part. Yeah, no. Uh, Skylar Thompson is the man. I'm a big Skylar Thompson guy now. Shout out to him. He was he was a badass the other day. And uh, I mean, all the Ravens stuff now is really interesting. I think the fact that they lost that game and they were so close, all things considered with Tyler Huntley, dude. I mean, uh, for for him to be a free agent, for all the people saying, oh, he should have played and we would have won with them and where all that's going to go is just that's high quality drama, John. That's that's what this league is built on. It's big names, big money intrigue. It's got all of that. And uh, it's it's going to be great. Uh, Lamar Jackson, two QB system right here in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. I'm open for chaos as always. Um, I'll, this is the only time I'll entertain this as well, because, uh, like, you know, you're, you're seeing, uh, uh all these different takes uh, roll around with Dallas and all this other stuff. And I believe that most giants fans are pretty hepped up to the point where they feel They've got more than a puncher's chance against the Philadelphia Eagles this time. Uh, they're trying to use every trick in the book of, like, this is a different Eagles team than Giants team. The last time they really played one another when we weren't resting starters. And, you know, now Lane Johnson's banged up and hurts. They're trying to pump themselves up to, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to come on in here. But uh, I, I'm going to use this as the only day to entertain this. Because uh, I'm not changing my mind from like a, a 27 to 16 type of victory. I don't think the Eagles get off to a hot start. But um, let's say the Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Giants. Oh! It happens. All right. It does. My but, Giants. Oh, it feels by the icky. Way. Oh, it feels so <laughs> gross. The team that you guys poo pooed the whole entire year, which has now won a playoff game, and is now facing the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round. No big deal. Um, I think it is uh, almost borderline crazy this offseason if they lose. I, I like. I believe Nick Sirianni would have a chance of getting fired if they lose to the Giants. That is my first impression. There is no, well, in this, it, it, I think it changes the entire trajectory of both coordinators, first and foremost. So I don't think Shane gets a job if they end up getting bounced against the Giants, do you? It doesn't help his case at all. <laughs> at all. I mean, if anything, it might help, uh, like, Mike Kafka with the Giants. Because he's the OC over there, right? So, I mean, to, yes. to be able to get a head coaching job, like, that looks pretty damn good for him. I, I would be certainly, if I was a team and I'm looking on the outside, I'm going, well, his, his talent's way worse, and look what he did with it, and he beat the Eagles and shit. Like, that's a big deal. I mean, two playoff wins for that team would be insane. Huge. It'd also be the saddest thing ever, uh, but but it would be, <laughs> it'd be insane and super impressive for them. So, yeah, like, that's that's got to mess with your prospects a bit. Uh, and I would say, like, 
Yeah, especially because I believe right now on both sides of the ball, the Giants are in the teens or 20s in terms of like defensive and offensive ranking. It's really low. Um, and uh, Kafka and Steichen, I think, have interviewed for the Panthers job together or the Broncos job. One of those. Um, so you're right. I think that would open the door for them to go through. Um, what else do you think would happen? I think it goes the conversation just becomes like so loud about Jalen Hurts, right? Oh, yeah, dude, uh, it's it's a massive cascading catastrophe. Because yeah, like now you're going to talk about Jalen Hurts and what to pay him, right? So what's what's all the stuff going to be? All the people that have been, you know, absolutely like because there was the diehard like, oh, he's not a starter, he doesn't have any chance going into this year, he's never going to be the guy. Uh, then everybody thought he he was undoubtedly the guy. You were on that end. I was kind of in the middle. Um, uh, for anybody that's been a hater of Jalen Hurts, they'll immediately go, see, lost a playoff game, running quarterback he was hurt you can't win like this you can't pay this guy all that shit is going to run wild uh and for Jalen Hurts he's losing a lot of money I think if he if he loses this game right or wrong uh with the injury if he loses this game it's that's going to mess with his money in a big way which also I mean think of because all the other dominoes right Jalen Hurts is the first domino you got to figure out but then with all the other free agents that you're going to have on this team who do you prioritize? Who's going to stay? What are their contract values? Some of that stuff's going to be cheaper because you lost games. I think it's just naturally you're going to save a couple of bucks. But uh, those are a lot of decisions about this roster for the next four or five years. Jason Kelsey. Does Jason Kelsey retire? Is he more likely to do it if they lose this week? I'd say so. Uh, ooh, good question. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I feel like he would. Um... No, you're probably right. Because there's, you know, if if you get, well, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I would say he's more towards le- out the door than in it, 100%. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's got the podcast. He's been talking about retiring for a while. He helped them pick Cam Jurgens. So, like, Dickerson, he, it worked out well because Dickerson just moved to guard, and it was fine. In fact, it was great. So, you can, you can live on that, and there's no pressure. You know what I mean? But for Kelsey, be like, yes, I told them I'm leaving. I handpicked this guy with them, and now I'm just not going anywhere, and this guy's going to sit on for another year as a backup. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's building so many things. He's got a Christmas album to keep selling. He's a, he's a busy guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a busy guy. He'll be in massive demand. once. He, if he retires, immediately some network is going to call him and beg him to be on a Sunday show. They, they have to. So I think there's just too much potential for him there. And if they lose this week, he's, he's going to do it. That's my guess. Um, another thing that, you know, it, it's because I really haven't thought about it in the context of like what's coming next. But do you really believe that you have to make a decision on Bradbury and Slay? Because a lot of people do. And I'm just thinking in terms of like, yeah, that would be really detrimental to Bradbury. First of all, if you're not getting a <laughs> having all this revenge going against your former team in the divisional round and then just whimpering out of it. Oh, so sad for him. Uh, sadder than me. Um, but I would say it's. I don't know why there is this sudden urge to get rid of Bradbury, especially after the season he's been having where, you know, it feels like we're so spoiled to have him and Darius Slay. Aren't you trying to lock them both down for at least the next year and worry about Slay in 2024? Like just restructure Slay, hold on to Bradbury and pay him. You can't, again, this team can't draft corners. It took you forever to find these two. Why are we just assuming Bradbury has gone? Anybody explain that? Well, I think he wants multiple years as a number one guy, and he deserves it. He's 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 worth Good. at least 
a, a two, three year deal, high money, like $15 million a year, 17 million a year. Like he's, he, he was dominant this year. I mean, absolutely all pro this year. So yeah, I, I think that's part of the problem is he's just worth too much money and they got him devalued and now they're going to capitalize on that for, from a comp pick. But that's part of it. The other thing is, too, as great as those guys are, it is two corners in your 30s that are starting on each side. Do, do you want to commit to that for another two, three years? I don't know. I don't mind it for another year, but it's just what well, you're going to have to pay with Bradbury to do that for one year. I mean, what, $20 million, I guess? Is that worth it? I, I don't know. $20 million. <laughs> For one yeah. year? Because you're sacrificing additional years and guaranteed money. So if he's going to do that to stay, I mean, you got to pay him top of the line. Well, yeah, he's a top of the line corner. I don't mind that. That's what, I don't want to go, what are what are you replacing Bradbury with? I saw uh, that uh, Dane, Bru- uh, is it Bru- Brugler? Brugler? Brugler, I believe. Uh, over the, the athletic, I fo- I've followed him for years. You would think I would have his last name correct by now. Uh, but... Um, you know, had, uh, what is it, uh, Jerry Porter Jr. Um, from uh, Penn State be the drafted corner at 10. Like, that's what I want to avoid at all costs is this team picking a corner in the top 10, 15, or 20. They can't do it. Uh, I'm just, I'm not, in, until there's a Devontae Smith hit with corners, keep buying and just let that be the the majority of the cap that ends up there because you're losing most of your defensive line too. like 14 million dollars is, is shed it off because of Cox like you can afford to do that and put it towards Bradbury each of those two years if you wanted to um, I would uh, yeah like I want to keep this defense together as much as possible because then I think Jonathan Gannon is immediately leaving no matter what right if they if this ends up being a stinker, it's not because of the defense, and I don't think the Giants are going to completely outscore these guys like forty-one to seventeen or something like that. No, right? no way. So uh, I would assume that Gannon immediately goes to the Texans, and there is no way Shane Steichen can leave here. Um, I would say he gets fired if Nick Sirianni doesn't, because somebody's going to have to get fired. <sighs> I. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're, playing, we're playing the Giants just beat them. This is the only day I'm entertaining it. So, yeah, but you also you are the one seed. You have been one of the best offenses in the NFL. You have been that Not all year. Not Can you? Well, and if that's the if he gets fired, then that's clearly the case. And we know and we'll see which assistant gets promoted into the job because that's clearly who they valued out of all of these guys with, you know, Brian Johnson and Petulo and now Marcus Brady and all those guys we've been talking about. So so it'd be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, sure. Why not? That's more fun. It's it's hey, we need the drama, right? Give me give me the more exciting thing. Let's fire Steichen if they lose this game. He's out of here. Eat shit, Steichen. <laughs> Well, I mean, somebody's got to go. The head coach no. or the offensive coordinator are probably going to have to go. There's no way you're putting this on Jonathan Gannon's feet. No way. There's no way at the end of the day that he was like the overall problem of why they didn't win a championship, I, especially against the Giants. It's, it's upsetting to me. It's so upsetting that I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Speaking of that, Taylor Cardatis, I'm going to go find myself a nice can of liquid death somewhere around here and cleanse my palate of the Giants even considering winning this fucking game this week. Uh, go to liquiddeath.com bell to not only find that, but uh, like I said up front, they have some of the best merch that they are sending us, and we cannot wait to get our hands on that. Uh, you have seen me wear like the liquid death hat with the chainsaw on it for probably like a year and a half. I have not taken that off. I bought that with my own money. They never give discounts away on their merch, and they'll give you 20% off just by going to that link. I've worn that hat literally every day, and Taylor and Vince can confirm it because it stinks to high (laughs) hell, and I don't care. (laughs) 
<laughs> their shit lasts forever. Their shirts, their everything, their dog toys. They've got a Martha Stewart weird candle. Like it's just totally on brand for them. Uh, along with the water, enjoy some some fun merch because, like, dude. Now that that's done, and we'll get expand on this on Thursday, you have got to be high out of your mind if you think the Giants can come away with the win here. No way. No way. The same 1% chance I guess I'm giving the Dallas Cowboys in San Francisco. Um, I Could this have ended up in a better situation to get to the NFC Championship game for the Philadelphia Eagles, you you play a, a semi-meaningless game at the end of the year against the opponent you're going to face two weeks later that you could absolutely crush like a fucking liquid death aluminum can in a second if you wanted to. Is Has there been any easier way to this Super Bowl than this in your lifetime? I can't re- – there isn't. Even though 17 was not this easy. Yeah, Mainly because I, they had a backup quarterback. No big deal. Well, yeah, that was that was a whole other thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the Giants were about as easy a matchup as you could take. It was them or Seattle. That's who you wanted, and, and you got one. So that's that's killer. And uh, at that point, I mean, you beat the Giants who, like, if I'm going to say worry level, I don't know, two and a half, three out of ten. Like, it's early. Like, they're, they're just so much better. They should win this thing. Um, but, yeah, man, you're one game away from the Super Bowl at that point. Like, one game away from the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's where we're at now. This whole season of talking about how good this team could be, and we're staring down the barrel of all this right now. They are so goddamn close. And thinking that it's the Giants and being able to beat them would be amazing. And uh, But Vince, three times in a season. John, we, can we beat them three times in a season? I don't know how you could possibly do that. It's three times in one season. I mean, that's so hard. Not when it's the Giants. Not when it's the Giants. Not when it's this team. If you thought... Like, hey, the Bucks and Cowboys are going to play each other three times this year. Don't you? The same result would have happened three times in a row. Like, there's a that myth has been disproven too, hasn't it? Pretty much all week, seventy percent of the time, the team that beats them two out of the th- two games is going to win the third. Like, it's 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 pretty crazy how uh, I don't know what, how that turned into a narrative. I'm sure a player said it in an interview once. Yeah, it's just hard to beat a, a team three times, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, that's facts. <laughs> yeah, it was like Vince Lombardi in 1955 said it, and everybody was like, this is gospel now. And I like, I really have no idea. Yeah, when there were only eight teams in the league and everything was incredibly equal, I bet it was hard to beat the same team three times in a row. <laughs> you know, like there's 32 of them now. Uh, yeah, back when players were called flankers and everybody yeah. threw passes, so they had like six <laughs> picks a game. You know, like yeah, uh, it, it was hard then. Um, so basically, what I'm saying is, I can't wait to get to Thursday for a couple of different reasons. One, I have uh, felt as if and this has been for the last two days now, every Giants fan on Twitter or every commentator from, like, you know, every New York sports caller voice just sounds like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't know if you guys watch that or not, but that's like, hey, you guys, talk about a Daniel Jones. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, it's just that all, all day. It's just all these stupid wannabe. They're not even, no one really cares about the Giants there. That's like the Phillies here. And I don't mean that as like an insult, but you know what I'm talking about. It's a baseball town when they're winning. When the Giants are winning, they're, they're, they're involved. That's pretty much how it goes, right? There's not, 
unless you were in New Jersey, that's a whole different story. Then you yeah. probably are a diehard Giants fan. Yeah, that's uh, that's about right for the city. But um, you know, the same thing is happening there is what I described at the beginning. Now everybody thinks Daniel Jones is worth that six hundred million dollar ten year contract or whatever it is. We're like, oh, I played such a clean game, and oh, look at this guy. Yeah, it's because like he has a good coach for once, and that's that's it. He has no idea what he's looking at. He has no idea where where to go and throw. Like he's just the next Kirk Cousins with some pretty good legs, and I'm fine with that. Respect to him. He'll probably get some, uh, you know fancy nice new digs and all that stuff in the in the off season and they will run this into the ground for the next four to five years yeah they, but outside they will of that string brian dayball and and that's <laughs> fine with me slow him down slow that guy down man he's really good so that works yeah i mean it's it's like he's doing that with a guy that i think is a bad quarterback you know he's a good athlete and a bad quarterback imagine what he did with a good quarterback like i, I mean I, okay let me let me put the fear of god in you john uh Lamar Jackson. Okay. Oh, with, with him and Dable. Lamar? Oh, my God. I'll shit my pants. I will literally go, well, uh, Howie, keep building. Keep fucking spending. <laughs> like, build this thing up to its, uh, where it's a juggernaut. Yes, go go draft a, a wide receiver at 10 is what I would tell him. Uh, yes, like, you have, to, you have to change it up. And especially if him and Saquon are going to hang around with an actual smart, uh, like, you know, I will still say to this day that it was the wrong pick from the beginning, but who cares? That's over now. They're going to pay Saquon too, probably in this. Yep. If you can develop an offense around Saquon Barkley and Lamar Jackson and fix your offensive line and get Brian Dable to keep continuing to do this. Holy shit. Ah! Like I would yeah. rather Lamar sign here and deal with that drama. That's how bad I don't want that. Um, yeah. They could be a serious contender in like two years, but all, all I want to do real quick, one last uh, take to celebrate is, am I not wrong when I said two years ago that Daniel Jones would have had the same type of playoff success that Jalen Hurts did just a year ago? Bounced out in the first round. I mean, he won a playoff game with this coach. So, come on. He wasn't fucking god-awful. It's all Joe Judge. It's all the non-computer GM, and that's what happened here. We were we were saved by incompetence, not talent. I still don't think he's that good. Uh, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think he's that. I don't think he's never going to be Jalen Hurts. I'm just saying this time last year when Jalen wasn't developed and neither was his offense, probably same results. Hmm. They yeah, had a very not. Eagles, you know, 2021 season this year. Yeah, I mean, look, for, for what the Giants, and this is the biggest thing I've, I've said all years, for what I think they're going to do next year, when they actually have money to spend and, and Dayball's been able to prove himself, that's when it's going to get crazy. And and for their benefit, too, we've talked about this with the Eagles. I mean, think about it. Who's the defensive coordinator? It's, it's one of your favorite guys, Wink Martindale. So former Ravens defensive coordinator, by the way, uh, are <laughs> Ravens. But, yeah, like yeah, they the fuck was Kyle Hamilton, by the way, this weekend. Huh, buddy? Played great. Couldn't even couldn't even make one more extra play. How special is he? I'm sorry. I'm just jealous. He was really good. Yeah. How dare you, sir? Uh, so, yeah, like, because for them, for the Bills, or the Bills, uh, for the Giants, you got that stability, right? Dable's going to be your guy. Wink Martindale, older defensive coordinator. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to go to another team. Nobody's cherry picking him. He's not going to be a head coach. So that's it. Like, you're going to lose, you're going to lose other people underneath you, but you've got the coordinator in place and, and you've got the offensive head coach. Like, that's the dream. Um, unfortunately that dream is going to end, uh, in just, what do we got? Uh, yeah. Set, can I get it? 
a, a ruling on the Saturday night, too. God almighty. Just kind of insulting. I understand why they're doing it for television. 8.15 on a Saturday really sucks ass. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. But then we get that in 17 as well. Wasn't it on a Saturday night against the Falcons as well? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember that. I <laughs> on, my my on, brain is pal. too scattered for that. Uh, not a chance. The Saints game was. Saints game was on a Saturday. That's right. That's what I remember. I just, um, it doesn't, fe- I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the playoffs to me when, when it's on a Saturday. Uh, I know that I should have gotten way past that, like when they started it in the 90s. But, you know, sorry, still not used to it. Uh, but looking forward to crushing them. And uh, if you've noticed this entire broadcast, I know we're throwing a lot of stuff at you today, but Vince Quinn and his I'd rather be watching the bird's hat. Uh, first of all, no truer statement in the world. And second uh, next truest statement in the world, if you go to uh, the link description down below, if you're watching on YouTube or on the uh, podcast, you will see our friends over at Forbidden Canvas giving a 25% discount simply by using G-Men-Loss at checkout. You can get that sweet-ass hat. He has got a bad, or excuse me, it's not on the entire store. It's all the Philadelphia Eagles stuff that's there, which is linked. But uh, it's the hat. It's the Jalen Hurts shirt. We're making stickers. And if you put all of that in your cart, that is just 61 bucks to look just as uh, awesome, and uh, I'm not even going to use the word fly because uh, it's a bad word. Uh, it's not cool, and Vince will never be either of those things, nor will I, but it <laughs> makes us look better, and thanks to Nick for making us look better. We appreciate that very much. Uh, gentlemen, anything uh, we want to look forward to Thursday? Have any final thoughts here, guys? No, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Does Taylor need a nap, too? Do you need a nap? I been trying to confirm that the Vikings had the worst defense in the league. Oh, and nice. I think that might have been the case. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. It played like it. Um, shout out to uh, Kirk Cousins yet again and uh, the Minnesota Vikings for just being total idiots. Um, really enjoying the weekend uh, of, uh, of predictions of everything. And we look forward to Thursday because we are going to do the speech. It is time. But we might do it a slight bit differently. i got to convince these two guys. I'll talk to you about it. If not, it's happening either way. We will see you Thursday right here on Bell and the Birdmen. I'm John Barchard for Vince Quinn for Taylor Cordatis. We'll see you real soon. Okay, bye.